This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary. It's the guru of the seas himself, Tom Drake. It is indeed. <laughs> it is indeed himself on this very early Monday morning. My thanks to BJ on the big voice there. Don't forget, I must remind you to listen to the BJ and Bill podcast. Comes out once a week, BJ Odom. And his buddy Bill, they were a big-time radio voices in southwest Florida, the Fort Myers area, for years. Now they get together once a week, and they talk about life, life in the slow lane. Uh, Seinfeld for adults, always enjoyable, lots of uh, twists and turns, and they've been doing it their whole life. They're very comfortable and very comfortable to listen to. The BJ and Bill podcast, check it out anywhere where you can cast your pod, including anywhere where you find this dreck. It is a Monday, January 29, 2024. It is early in the morning. It is dark, and I'm up and running, and we're going. And I had a very busy weekend. Last night, I performed my third show for the same group of people. It was a 545 show. We called it the early bird. It's a lot of fun because many people at the show last night did not see my other two shows. Both of those were at 930 and curfew here is 8.30, so they didn't see me. Very nice, full house. I'm not one to say uh, how well I went. I went well. It went well. And I did a lot of new stuff uh, about my life and old stories I haven't done in a while. That happens when you're doing three different shows. My students, I have 12 guests who are training to be stand-up comedians in their own show, six minutes apiece, going very well. And rehearsals for my play, Tales from the Lunch Room, Coming up, and people very excited about that. All in all, uh, more work than I really want to do. Let me stay on brand, but it's being done. Happy, uh, well, well, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. The Super Bowl in two weeks, we will have the game. It's actually the last day of the cruise for some people, so congratulations. Of course, the coach of the Lions is getting roasted in media, social media. He should be. He blew that game. He should have kicked for the field goals and taken the points. Very arrogant. Cost them their game and their season. Uh, what can you do? We are on our way to Rangaroa or Range Rover, depending on who's explaining where we're going. Yes, the Americans don't do well with names. So Rangaroa, it's an island in French Polynesia. I haven't checked to see if it's raining yet. It usually is raining. It's the rainy season. I've told this story in the past. Down here on Marina, rained every day. The Americans are screaming and hollering, what's with the rain? The captain's got his steering wheel. Drive around the clouds. The guy's a moron. Let me drive. I'll find sunshine. And I was explaining to one lady, this is the rainy season. Didn't your travel planner tell you that? Yeah, she told me it was the rainy season, but how much can it rain? Every freaking day. And it rained every day, and the Americans complained every day. And the Brits went outside, saw the rain, and went, oh, it's a bit misty again today, because they live in the rain. Anyway, so we'll be in Rangaroa shortly, about three hours from now. I'm actually in the card room where it's set up for immigration, so I better hurry up 
It's early in the morning. They're not going to immigrate uh, this early in the morning. Don't forget the uh, email address. And I'm I'm up to my wazoo gazoo with emails. I apologize. Just crazy right now with everything going on with the show and my kids and everything. Uh, email address, thedrakepodcast at gmail.com. The Drake Podcast at gmail.com. This, uh, by the way, welcome to the podcast, or I am the, welcome to the podcast, I should say. I'm the podcaster, you're the podcast E, unless there's two of you, then you're the E's, and this is the <coughs> official mascot of this Monday morning uh, mania. How about that one? Monday morning mania. Pa- uh, prayers, a lot of prayers, a lot of prayers for our military. We lost three soldiers and 25 wounded in a separate attack by basically more IBWJs, Iranian-backed whack jobs uh, in Jordan. They attacked uh, a U.S. Uh, uh, military encampment in uh, Jordan now. It is beyond nuts. Time to um, time to whip it out there, Joe. Dotted, you got to do it. I know I, I'm, not a, I'm not a hawk. I'm not a warmonger, but how do you stop this? Three men, uh, three soldiers. And prayers for all of our soldiers, men, women, or whatever you decide you wanted to be. Uh, it's not getting any better. The headline would be, please not now, we're having tea. These whack jobs attacked a Royal Navy warship. They were successful in repelling a drone attack by the Hooties, no blowfish, in the Red Sea on Saturday. Saturday, And the defense secretary, and you know, the British Brits are pretty laid back. He wasn't happy. Don't start, you know, it's okay to shoot at the... No, it's not okay, but commercial interest, oh, it bothers us, you know. Oh, you shot an American, it bothers us. But ours, knock it off. And he said the United Kingdom would be undaunted, which, of course, hello, would be undaunted. And they shouldn't be. They should be undaunted is what I want to say. Very early in the morning. You can tell in my voice. Very early and just busy show and whatever. Also, um... They shot at a U.S. Navy ship over the weekend, too, the USS Kearney, and they knocked that down. But then they also shot at a, a, a tanker, the Martin Marlin Luanda, and they hit it. They hit it and set it on fire. The fire is out. Now it has to be towed or brought in to dry dock. Uh, I, I don't have words. I don't have words other than, you know what, I wouldn't want to be the president. This is that time, you know, oh, that helicopter's fun, and oh, that big jet is fun, and oh, let's go to Delaware, but it's now time to uh, be a leader. Wash your hands, wash your bottle. I have a wash your hands story later on in the podcast, and I will get to that. Happy birthday, if it's your birthday. No, well, I should say there weren't any singers who qualified. There was a lyricist, one of the greatest ever, uh, Leslie Brickus. Leslie Briggs, who teamed up with Anthony Newley uh, to write Stop the World, I Want to Get Off, and uh, some amazing songs from the roar of the grease paint, smell of the crowd, songs like Who Can I Turn To, and Feeling Good. I love talking about this. The song Feeling Good that everybody and their mother does in cruise ships now, uh, which Michael Bublé redid and made famous. It's in commercials, and young people sing it on board here, cabaret acts or whatever, And I ask him, who wrote it? Michael Bublé. No, it wasn't Michael Bublé. It was Anthony Newley and Leslie Brickers, and it was written in 1967. 1967, almost 60 years old, and it's one of the most popular tunes being sung anywhere because great music doesn't go away, as opposed to Snoop Dogg. They also wrote Talk to the Animals. Uh, He wrote uh, Pure Imagination, Candyman. 
ah, how much money did this guy make? And I actually had a cut of Anthony Dooley singing this, but I didn't like it. So I went with one of the great voices. Once in my lifetime, I feel like a giant. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I soar like an eagle as though I had wings. Uh, once in a lifetime. For this is my moment. Leslie Brooks, Anthony Newley. calls me. And the great Sammy Davis. It may be just once in my lifetime. I'm going to do great things. Yes, you are, Sammy, but we're running behind today. Thanks. Great song. That was, for many, many years, Rodney Dangerfield's opening song. And he would come out and sing. He would, he would say, once in a lifetime, and then go, what the hell am I singing for? I can't sing. And he would get down to doing what he does. And I toyed with actually changing that to my play-on song. And I actually said to my wife one day, I'm going to have voice lessons. What? I'm going to get, you know, comedians manipulate their voice and, their, and also their credit cards and their checking account and just have to train it. And my wife goes, you tell jokes. You're not Bobby Darren. Get a life. Um, the Serenade of the Seas. You remember all the TikTok stories for Serenade of the Seas? This is a follow-up. Well, the dweeb that was on there, I think his name was Mark Sebastian, I'm jealous. He has 1.7 million TikTok followers. He has left that ship. He was only on for a short segment, paid for by a publishing company. And he was on there to prove how, how young and ignorant he was because he was acting surprised at everything that happens on a cruise ship, which was annoying to me, frankly. I didn't look at him in TikTok, just clips. Not clips, even. I don't go on TikTok. I just read some of his, his comments. But he's gone now, so the headline is, will it calm down on the ser- serenade of the seas? Pardon the interjection there. Uh, now that the dweeb is gone. This guy just wanted to know people he was alive. You know, it's kind of like an old guy doing a podcast and calling himself the guru of the seas. The icon of the seas is sailing with real guests now, not with a bunch of kiss-butt people. It's out there with the real deal, with the real steak, not that good stuff they brought on for the travel agents. We'll see how that goes. The saga of Boeing. Ah, every morning I do, I do it. What do I do? I don't know. Story about the FAA, what's going to happen? My friend Arthur sent me this from AP Associated Press. What to know? What to know if you're going to fly on the MAX 9? The MAX 9 is back in service. The FAA approved it. And uh, it's the whole how it worked. What they basically did is took the plane apart in that section. As you know, the door flew off a MAX 9 at 16,000 feet. And in order to uh, inspect it, they removed an inner panel, two rows of seats, a sidewall, uh, and a sidewall liner from the cabin. This is not normal maintenance. You wouldn't do this, you know. Oh, you know, on ten flights, let's take the door apart and look at it. They would never have known how poorly this was built if it wasn't for the fact that it blew out at sixteen thousand feet. And now the discussion is: Will you fly the Max Nine? I have a problem. You know that. In April, scheduled to fly to Austin, uh, San Antonio, Texas, for a big-time fundraiser because I happen to know people. 
Uh, and uh, I'll be meeting Terry Bradshaw and hanging with Vern Lundquist. Thank you. Drop a couple of names. And it's uh, Max 9, and I'm not a good flyer. So that's the decision I have to make. Benny Minucci, or Benny Minicucci, he's the Alaska Airlines CD, said at first people will have some questions, some anxiety, but that over time confidence in, we'll, we'll forget. We will forget. Now, they, this article tells you how to find out what plane you're on. I always know what plane I'm on. Always know. And I never thought I would say this. I am relieved to see that it's an Airbus 320 or 319 or Airbus 330. I have more confidence and more faith in Airbus than I do in Boeing between cracked windshields and bolts missing. Ay, ay, ay. Um, so we'll see what happens. And, of course, the Boeing 737 MAX 8, they had two of those crashes. There has not been a crash in the United States. They were outside of the U.S., but a lot of people lost their lives. That was the MAX 8 not that long ago. They 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 uh, grounded them for a long, long time. And now we'll see what happens. I prefer not to fly on any Boeing product right now, but certainly the MAX 9. And I know people are going, calm down. I mean, they take off, they land, they take You're right. You're right. But I keep thinking I'll be the one. It'll be mine. On my plane, it'll happen. Aviation officials and airline officials point out that there has not been a fatal crash of a U.S. airliner since 2009, a long time ago. Considering the volume, uh, the amount of planes and the volume of, uh, uh, of passengers that they fly every day. So we uh, we hope we got our fingers crossed. You know, bring a talus, a rabbit's foot, and a good bottle of something. Well, I just saw an article where, I, I will confess to you, I've been with my wife when they have, never have VO on a ship, Sigrid's VO on a ship, on a plane. They never have VO. So sometimes my wife sneaks one. And uh, a flight attendant caught someone sneaking a boot. Bo because they didn't have it. They didn't have the liquor this person drank. Because they have a limited supply of alcohol on planes because they don't care, right? They don't have a full bar. They don't have a full bar. How Those little bottles aren't very big. Uh, you know, everything should be on there. So they don't have my wife's particular brand. Uh, and I saw this, so I have to show the article to my wife because I I, I remind her, FAA regulation tell you you're not going to do that. And she would do it anyway. Here's the heading. Try to figure it out. Time out for adults. Go to your room. Time out for adults. Go to your room. Why, why would people be told to go to their room on a cruise ship? Think about it. I'll get back to you tomorrow. While returning to Galveston at the end of a 14-night sailing, the Carnival Dream encountered such severe weather that both guests and crew members were confined to their staterooms until conditions approved. Now, that's a challenge. For any captain to get anybody to do anything anymore is very difficult. But they all went to the room. I saw a video Wow. You know, it was in the Gulf of Mexico. It was a squall. And this squall was squalling. This was a squaller, a big time squaller. This was, you, you, you were getting squalled. So they all had to go into the room. And here's the scary part. You're in your room. God forbid you're inside, but you're in your room and you're getting squalled. And you suddenly realize the captain's Italian. <laughs> I know. Where did the rim shot go? There you go. I know that's probably uh, incorrect to say, but they scare the hell out of me. They always have. They're very volatile Italian captains. They're very, um, they're very. Uh, what's the word I want? Excitable. They're very excitable people. Oh, they get excited. They yell and they scream. Everybody on the bridge. They're like this on the bridge. I. This is the captain during the squall. He was 
he was squalling the the water was squalling the first officer was squalling the dog was squalling anyway so they got through it and a letter from carnival explained carnival cruise line un, unfortunately the poor weather did lead to the cancellation of some evening entertainment as the motion of the ship could could have been unsafe for performers yeah they were getting their ass kicked we uh we're on the water here now i'm very proud to say the last 24 hours mother nature in the French Polynesia area, is very she's very gentle right now. But we've been bumping and grinding all the way for the last four sea days prior to this. We have a lot. We have 17 sea days on this cruise. Aye. And four tender ports. Aye. I'm staying on brand. It's a fabulous cruise and a fabulous ship, and the food is fabulous. Aye. 17 sea days and four tender ports. Anyway, the carnival uh, dream... Everybody did what they were told. There was some flooding and some damage. I mean, they're rocking and rolling. This is a 130,000-ton ship, and Mother Nature's just making it known that I control the weather, and people learn that the hard way. You know, I I love what I do. I love what I do, but I could be wrong, but I sense more and more a lot of movement in the ocean, a lot of motion in the ocean. Some of the greenies tell me that's because of... Uh, the uh, glaciers are melting in Ketchikan, and that's causing other things. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here's the headline, Blast of Hot Air from Washington, D.C. Blast of Hot Air. Uh, pick one of your federal government bureaucracies. This one happens to be the U.S. State Department. It has issued a level two travel advisory for the Bahamas. Now, it's actually always had a level two travel advisory for the Bahamas. Look, here's the thing about this. St. Thomas at night is not safe. The Bahamas at night is not safe. It, there are there's crime, there's drugs. It usually doesn't rear its ugly head during the day. During the day, you're very much like bats. They're all hidden away and they come out at night. But there are problems. They've always been there. And the State Department has to do this in order to prove that they have some level of importance. But, you know, they could actually uh, have a level two advisory for Compton, California, half of Chicago, some parts of New York, the world is not safe anymore. And at night, it's less safe than it's ever been. That's just the way it is, unless you live in Malibu under armed guards or you live where Steph Curry lives, where normal people can't get into. If you live in any areas, you just have to be careful. So they put out a level two advisory, and they also amended their level two advisory to advise people that activities involving commercial recreational watercraft, including water tours, are not consistently regulated. Of course, this is following the uh, the what of whatever the island was. was that what, what was that island where the thing tipped over? You know what I'm talking about. You're more you're better at this than I am. Green Island or something, or Capsize Island, whatever it was. A little late on that State Department. That's the other thing you have to know. Be careful. You know, most of these tours that are problems are not 
ship tours. This one was. This was a Royal Caribbean tour. What was it? Blue Lagoon. I got it. Give me a minute. It's early. Blue Lagoon, uh, where, the, where the whole thing tipped over and we lost a lady. and It's sad. They've never really released the information on why that woman passed away. Is that our business? Only a little. Was it directly related to the capsizing uh, as far as a drowning or, or did she just, you know, have a heart attack because my, there's 170 people on a ferry and it's tipping over. That is a nightmare. I have that nightmare once a week, actually. It usually involves a tender and a Greek captain. Move on, Tom. What is it with these ethnic slurs today? Anyway, so the State Department weighed in as they do. They weigh in the State Department. They're weighers from way back when. They have scales all over the State Department. What should we weigh today? Let's weigh in on on the, the Blue Lagoon tipping over. Let's weigh in on that. And they released that. They put a press release out. Hey, we weighed today. We weighed in. Please check us out. We're not Weight Watchers. We're the State Department. The heading is you're not 22 years old anymore. You are not 22 years old anymore. Have a little use in your head. Now, this is a sad story. It's about a, a couple that, that died um, in Cozumel on a motorcycle because they shouldn't be on a motorcycle. He was 72, she was 62, and they rented a, a motorcycle they're not familiar with. And in Cozumel, why is it that people think because they're on a ship, they're qualified to drive the ship, they're qualified to be the head chef, and they're qualified to drive ATVs, ride horses, rent motorcycles. You know the crew on most major cruise lines in the contract. Specifically, it says they cannot rent Anything dangerous, if they do and they get hurt, they're on their own. The company will not pay for anything. And so they're not allowed. They still do it. Some people are stupid. Um, they think it's fun. Anyway, this couple. And no uh, explanation here. Basically, they ran off the road down into some vegetation. Nobody saw them. They couldn't find them. They had a search party. It's sad. It's heartbreaking. But don't do it. And on the same cruise, a guy... Rented an ATV, he's gone because he don't. He didn't, how do you, he not drive it? What the hell's the matter with people? I don't understand. I don't even like to get in the cabs in Cozumel, although I I have fun when I do, because you know Cozumel, there's three places that you can dock. One is a downtown, kind of downtown. It's downtown, but you have to go through the Chachki Gauntlet, and the other you have to take a cab ride. And the cab drivers in Mexico are underpaid, but they're a lot of fun. So I, t you've heard the story before. I get in the cab, and I always tell the guy, can you drive really fast and blow the horn? <laughs> he looks at me like, uh, we do that all the time, sir. Is there extra money to go even faster? Uh, and cheap cab rides. And this is another one, a distressing incident involving two American passengers during a excursion purchased separately from their cruise ship. They were involved in a serious scooter accident. And the the ship left. They, they didn't catch the ship because they're in the hospital. And their mother's on board. It's the daughters. They went ashore, went on a scooter thing. Uh, what is wrong with you? You're on vacation. Let it go. If you're going to be stupid, rent a scooter at home. All right? Injure yourself near the house. Don't do it in Mexico. Uh, doesn't say how bad the injuries were, but point is, the guru is telling you right now, I have to tell you to wash your hands, right? I have to tell you to wash your hands, wash your bottle, and stay the hell off motorcycles and ATVs. I don't even like to get in buses in foreign countries. I don't trust anybody. I don't trust myself, certainly, to drive a motorcycle. 
All right? The heading, stay home and stay off social media. Just stay home and stay off. What's that about? That's about people that are on a ship and something to happen to them and it's the cruise line's fault. So now they're not only on social media, they're in the New York Post with pictures of her in a bathing suit and and, uh, and the boyfriend with his arms wrapped around her. What is this? This is love story with Ali McGraw, but it includes norovirus. This is the story about the carnival elation where they had an outbreak of norovirus. Of course, the article's in the Post, so it's factually inaccurate. And they said that that some people, no, 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 it was 2% of the ships. That's about 100 people. Came down with norovirus because they don't wash their hands. And these people from New York, I'm pretty sure, um, they supposedly, when uh, when, uh, uh, she was sick, blue stuff came out. And that's the big story. I've thrown up... Man, I've thrown up a lot of things in my life, but never blue. So now they're saying it's not neurovirus. Uh, it's some kind of infectious disease that's living on board the elation, and it's crawling through their pillow. Ay, ay, ay. And the, in the article, they said, my friend, my, thre- my friend threw up a live parasite. These people would know a live parasite... <laughs> If it whacked him on the side of the head, are you serious? You're on a four-day carnival cruise. Yeah. Call me when you get your degree in biology. On Monday, Carnival Cruise Line reportedly said that people on board the elation had symptoms of gastrointestinal stomach flu. And I've talked about this. They are going to have to. Well, they do. You must fill out a form before you come on swearing, not an affidavit, but you have, you're testing that you're, you're not sick, that you haven't been sick, you don't have diarrhea, because if not, you're a carrier. You're bringing it on board. So anyway, but they're all over uh, the New York Post. Instead of a re- enjoying a relaxing five-day vacation on the sea, she spent half her time on the cruise hooked up to an IV. Here's the thing. Carnival didn't charge her for the in- IVs. It's a lot of money nothing they gave her she was mad because she only got a, a small onboard credit 95 dollars uh, uh credit they didn't charge her uh, some cruise lines you go out of there with a thousand dollar bill not their fault well it it happens you know gastro you know i've told you in the past uh schools nursing homes and uh cruise ships and hospitals so headline honey Honey, you just have to stir that risotto. I've told this story in the past. You know, on our O ships, we have cooking centers and some fabulous, absolutely fabulous chefs. And I made fun of men that were in there stirring risotto because I thought their wives were making them do that. Then I found out, I said, you know, look, I have, I've been sitting with my students for my stand-up show that I'm coaching them and helping them. And these are very, very, I'm, I'm showing the former mayor of Ottawa, Canada, the former mayor of Ottawa, Canada, that's a, a city with a million residents. I'm teaching them stand-up, right? Some really successful people. That happens. And including on Oceania and region. So I'm like, there's a guy in there that probably ran a billion-dollar corporation with a chef's hat on Stern Risotto. That poor man. He should get rid of the wife. And I find out it was his idea. Men enjoy cooking. So I love this story because I happen to know this person, Chef John Stefano. 
He is the culinary art chef on the new Region 7 Seas Grandeur. And it's a story about going to a cooking class. And John was a guest on the big broadcast, the the birth of this whole operation. We used to do that YouTube Facebook show. And he was a great guest talking about how much fun it is to learn to cook. And, ah, the pictures. And do I have the kiss set up? No, I don't have the kiss today. I am. The pictures of this culinary arts center on the Region 7 Seas Grandeur, uh, nothing short of spectacular. This is a multi-million dollar kitchen. And this article was written by somebody from Travel Weekly, some kiss butt, who went there and he learned to make uh, uh, pasta elbo, lemon pasta, and French crepes. And he said there were a few burnt crepes, but mostly the dishes were successful. But his point was everything was easy to do. Um, they started with spaghetti that had been parboiled. Uh, John's just so good. All of the chefs, they were guests on our big broadcast. And to listen to him describe how to cook something, the joy of cooking, you know that book, uh, uh, really good. Uh, and, and John was just one of the best. Then they shows, he shows you how to parboil your pasta. And who doesn't like to uh, parboil your pasta early in the morning? You get a couple of glasses of the champagne, say to the wife, hey, honey, what do you think? It's Sunday, you want to parboil a little pasta, and you get naked and go to the kitchen. Did I just say that? Uh, he, John suggests if you're going to parboil pasta, by the way, a minute and a half uh, less than the done time on the side of the pasta box, you rinse it, and then you drain it, and they put some oil in it so your pasta won't stick because that's another problem. On a Sunday morning, uh, you know, anyway. And then you're ready to go, and then you put it out there to make your pasta alimone. I would encourage anybody, if they're on any any cruise lines, because Holland America has added that too, uh, it looks like a lot of fun. I don't do it. I should, but um, it's usually sold out. It's usually sold out. You have to make your reservations uh, early on, sometimes before the ship even sails, to get in there. Uh, but I was just happy to see this article about John because he's one of the good guys, really is. Absolutely. It's a short Monday. Yeah, get him the hell out of here, will you? I have to make room for immigration. I'm looking over my shoulder right now because when I go into the card room, I close the door and I'm waiting for him to knock on the door. We have the Danish. Not going to happen. It is legitimately 4.02 a.m. my time. We're not going to immigrate yet. But they, when they get here, boy, do they eat. Oh, French Polynesia. They're going to bring 130 people on board. It's an invasion when you come down here. Yeah. As bad as Hawaii with the maritime extortion. Hey, we covered some good stuff today. Wash your hands. Watch out if you get sick. Look for the blue stuff. Could be a live parasite. Please don't take your life in your hands when you're in foreign parts. Just take normal transportation. Thanks to the U.S. State Department for telling us what we already know. It's really not fun to walk around after dark anywhere anymore. Even your own backyard, you have to look twice. The email address, the podcast at gmail.com. The podcast. Oh, I got that wrong. It's the Drake Podcast at gmail.com. It's a busy Monday for me again, preparing for my students and my play. What a I'm busy. Thanks for all the, the shares, the likes. Thanks, Arthur. Thank uh, number one stringer. I have stories up the elbow, so I'll get to those later on. And it's going to be a busy week because of all the help that you give me. And I know what you're saying out loud. If anybody needs help, it is the guru. Monday it is. We'll get 
get going, and uh, before you know it, it'll be Friday. We're counting the days. I think we're out of here in 24 days. And then Fiji, and then the beautiful world cruise of the Crystal Serenity. Oh, boy, aren't I just special? All right, thanks again. I'll get out of here and make room for the immigration people. Have a good Monday. Shut up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.